Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you again with, as always, his big brother Rich. Rich, how are you tonight? I am doing just wonderful. Uh, that That's good. That's good. I mean... Only one thing could make me more wonderful. Is the Steelers were still playing. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, we got to know that. I mean, we all know this. We 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 know this. So it's just one of those things um, that it's just kind of how it goes. So, you know, right now there are 30 teams that aren't playing. Correct. Whether they finished so bad that they're drafting at the top of the 2021 NFL draft or whether they were like almost half of the playoff teams one and done the first week. Um, Cause remember that happened to, to, to six of the 14 teams. So there was a, there's a, a, a lot of company with our misery um, as it came with Steelers fans, but um yeah, I mean, we we'll talk probably. Maybe, we might talk some Super Bowl next week about that leading up in there. That um, <laughs> we're, we're we're better we're 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 the better brother combo than Mario and Luigi, and all that good stuff. So, um, right. let's get into stuff now. What we're going to talk about tonight, I, I have to admit, it was actually covered a little bit last week with uh, with Michael and Jeffrey on their Wednesday night show, which. Suddenly, the name of their show in the offseason is escaping me. I can't remember. It's not Know Your Enemy anymore, um, and I can't remember what it was. So 
Um, but that doesn't matter. But they, they were talking about, about this. But we're still going to bring it this week because last week we told you we would. So we're going to cover the topic of all the free agents with the Steelers. Because last week we talked about the players going into basically the last year of their deal, um, not on rookie contracts, things of that sort. What should the Steelers do? Should they should they re- retain, meaning just keep them with their same deal? Should they extend them or should they or release them? And that's what we did last week. We dove into yeah. that. That was a, a a very big, interesting topic. I had a a series of articles on on the website about that. And it's funny. The first one, people were like, "What are you writing this for?" I'm like, "Read the story. It's a series." All those guys fit into one of three categories. They either you, they're either in the quote unquote uncuttable category because it costs more on the salary cap to actually release them. That was the first article. And people were like, why do we care? Well, they fit in this category. Then the next category is you can release them, but their dead money was more than what you would save. And then you could release them and you would actually have more of a savings than what the dead money would be. And did that for all the players on the roster that were accounted for um, 1.5 million towards the salary cap or more. And any idea how many players that ended up being? Um, I don't know. It Off the top of your head, it, it was sixteen. It was seventeen, and then we had oh, right. seventeen. Then, uh, then McDonald retired. Yes, and then Vance so McDonald Vanderbilt. retired. So that that was that news. So that, that that he moved on. So that cut it from seventeen to sixteen right then, and then. Just going to look at it and just kind of to sum this up a little bit as we introduce what we're going to be talking about this week before we get into some of the other news. And that is, it's not that the Steelers don't have options in the offseason with what to do with the salary cap and what to do with their players and everything else. They do. They're not the best options. They're going to have to make a lot of hard decisions. They just have to make the decisions. Right, you know? they have to make decisions. They have to do some things to free up space and things like that. It is really a big, you know, game yeah. of Tetris. Yes, <laughs> that's really what it is. So they have to decide what they're going to do, what they're going to do. So it could be that, like I, I said this last year before the season started, you know, 2020 was the year of the restructure. 2021 is the year of the extension. That's what it really is going to come down to. Lots of extensions to lower these cap hits. And everyone, I mean, I saw some people ripping on Ben Roethlisberger about, about oh, he, you know, costed the Steelers this yep. much money at this point in the career. They're the ones who decided to kick like an extra, was it? I can't even remember. I should have looked up the number because I reported on it last year. 10 or 12 million from last year to this year on the salary cap. The Steelers chose to do that. That it didn't, it didn't cost Ben Roethlisberger a dime. It didn't save Ben Roethlisberger a dime. Instead of getting his his checks each week, he was playing for the minimum and it was given to him as a signing bonus, which allowed them to kick more of it to, to this coming year. So you don't, you know, well, you could say you didn't like what he signed as his extension a couple years ago. It's $10 million more, all because the Steelers chose to go that route last season. Yep. So they got to have a plan. 
They've got to have a plan. They've got to have a plan with BTR. They've got to have a plan with many of these other players that they have that are aging. They've got to decide, can they move on? Are they going to move on from these guys? Or are they going to extend these guys? Or there's going to be some that they probably just play out and say, that's just the best way to do it. So we could debate it all we want to. We talked about it last week, but it's just going to be whatever they decide to do, right? Anything yeah. you want to say there? No, just they. We covered with that what their options kind of are. We covered what we thought we would maybe do, but they've got this yeah. tough decisions to make. Yeah, and we could say, well, you could do this and do this, and then because what they decide is going to depend everything with what they can do with their own free agents. Correct. Um, and and, it, and you know, we we could sit here and come up with something. Actually, we could ask the Steelers you know, front office, and they could come up with something. And then it doesn't actually even work out the way they think they want it to go out. There's so many different ways this could play out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, and the thing is, you're like, oh, well, why is it so bad here at the end? And it's all these contracts going into the last year because the Steelers chose to do it that way last season. They, they chose to free up the money and to be able to do the things that they did. They were able to sign Cam Hayward. They brought in Ebron. They did all those other things all by keeping their players but restructuring the way they did. Now, for those of you saying, well, just restructure again. You can't restructure somebody with one year left on their deal. What a restructure does, for example, they could restructure Cam Hayward and save some money. Yeah. I'd have to look at the exact numbers. Cam Hayward has multiple years left on his deal. And he has a base salary this year. He the way it works is he has he has X amount of money um, coming towards him. I mean, I can even tell you real quick exactly what it is. Um, he has, let's see, because he counts this year fourteen point five five million against the salary cap. Okay, um, his. His prorated bonus, which would basically be dead money of, of that, is just over $4 million. He's due a base salary of $4.5 million, and he's due a roster bonus of $6 million. That okay. means that's $10.5 million of Cam Hayward, right, uh, that he would be paid next year. The Steelers could offer to give him Nine million of that because you you know roughly because his the the minimum salary for him is you know over it, it's not a million and a half but it's over a million last year it was one million fifty I think it was um, but it goes up a little bit every year um, I'm I can't remember off the top of my head what it is this year so in other words all but all but just over a million dollars of that they could decide to just pay him up front rather than pay him over the season they just pay him up front and then they're allowed to to stretch that out. Over the over all the years remaining on his contract, which which in, which the prorated bonus, like right now for this year, is four million dollars. That means that money is going to go up next year. But then the problem is next year it's an even bigger cap hit because his base salary and and bonuses and stuff like that is a high number again. You can keep doing it, but eventually when you keep kicking it so far down the road, all that money comes due, which is kind of what's going on with Ben Roethlisberger right now. So, wow, we just went into that to explain all that to say. There was no, there was no we about that. Okay, <laughs> let's get something straight. Yeah, that was you, yeah. not we. Well, someone had mentioned the live chat about a, about a restructure for I some know. of these guys. You can only restructure now, I, and I think I know what you meant. You meant an extension. 
So guys with one year left, you got extension. We're going to focus this week on guys with no years left. Who can you try to sign? Who do you have to let go? What's going to have to take? Before we do that, things of, you know, news that we have, okay? Um, everyone was up in arms about the Steelers adding another quarterback to the roster. That was since our last show, correct? Uh, I'm pretty no. sure it was. Or was it? No. Or did we talk about that last week? We talked about that last week. Okay, so we talked about that last week. but that's Because we I talked about it, it's zero risk. Yes. We talked about we, that. We, okay. So we talked about that, but the thing that came out today was the salary. Yeah, it's a one-year deal for like 800000 which is right around, I think, what it would be. You know, maybe slightly more than what would be the minimum deal. Um, so it's really not any kind of um, I mean, yeah, I mean it's that's right around what 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 you'd be looking at for this for someone coming in in their third year. So it's basically a minimum deal that's a futures contract that's at this, you know. Like yep. almost anyone would be signing. So that's it. Um, Steelers hired their offensive coordinator and a tight end coach. Um, they hired the they hired the tight end coach earlier in the day from the offensive coordinator, but for all we know, that offensive coordinator had really been um, you know, it had been reported for a long time that he was the front runner. They just finally made it official that it was Matt Canada. The other question that got answered hey, something there. I, I will okay. say this. Well, yeah. because of the guys the Steelers brought in to also interview for that position, mm -hmm. had any of had any of them made it impossible to hire back Canada? Canada, mm -hmm. I believe it would have been one of those other people. Yeah, yeah. So don't act like those other folks didn't have an opportunity. They had an opportunity, and you kind of bring them in to get to know them, knowing that if you hire Canada. They are also a couple people that would possibly maybe even be interested in the Steelers quarterback coach position, yep. you know, and, and, and now, cause I wanted to say that report came out uh, yesterday at, right after the hire. I'm pretty sure it was Jerry Dulock who, when, when Jerry says it, I, I put a lot of credence into things that he says. And he said, the Steelers aren't doing what they did last time, which is good. Cause that was a mistake when they promoted their quarterback's coach and then didn't hire another one. So they're looking for a quarterback, co quarterback coach. They had someone that they're speaking to. There's no requirement with having to interview people and stuff like that for, for this position. Um, I don't know if you saw the article today that I wrote. I had to put the first line in there because the one person they're talking to is Mike Sullivan. And I said, no, he's not switching from hockey to football. We're not talking about the current Pittsburgh Penguins head coach. Correct. We are talking about Mike Sullivan, who was a longtime assistant uh, with the New York Giants, uh, two Super Bowls. Um, why, why is it that the progression kind of goes like wide receiver coach to quarterback coach to coordinator? I've seen a lot of people make that progression. You know, Randy Land made that progression. He was with the, he was wide receivers, then quarterbacks, then yeah. I think it's just about gaining more experience. Yeah, I really do. Which then makes me wonder why in the world would you not have a quarterbacks coach um, for a couple years when that seems to be a stepping stone 
from other places. I, that's uh, uh, still kind of crazy. Okay. But Just, the whole notion of these other guys that you brought in to interview for offensive coordinator, would they possibly be interested in the quarterback's coach? You're like, that's crazy. Why would anyone want to do that? Not that crazy. Two years ago, Steelers offensive line coach, Mike Munchak, interviews for the head coaching job in Denver. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get it. And they hire him as the offensive line coach. Yeah. Um, so we've witnessed things, firsthand. So. Yep. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. So, I mean, either one of the, the other candidates they interviewed for the for for the offensive coordinator, I would be satisfied with this quarterback coach. I mean, some some people are basically saying a lot of times quarterback coach is basically your assistant offensive coordinator. Um, depends on how you do things. So that's some interesting stuff. Um, anything else? I got one more thing to cover before we jump into stuff, unless you have something you would like to talk about. Oh, was that for me? Yeah, that was Sorry. for you. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Yeah. Cover what you want to cover and let's dive in. So the question is, because I know you don't do a lot on social media, so I don't know if you know much about this story. Um, do you know the story about the report of TJ Watt's exit interview? No. Oh, man, you've missed a lot. Okay, because this came out, I think it was it was yesterday, last night, that um, – because it was it was reported on the radio show. I'm pretty sure it was was it 1059 that's the X? Because it wasn't 937, because so that that's another story coming. But um it was Mark Madden who who covers Pittsburgh sports. Okay. A lot of people know is very, very um that's how how do, how do you describe Mark Madden? I don't know. Very um, abrasive, maybe. Um, but he reported that he had from a source inside the Steelers that that TJ Watt did not show up to his exit interview and uh, and told them to quote mail my stuff to Wisconsin. Except he didn't say stuff. That was the quote. And then that was brought out and TJ Watt himself responds to it. He's like, well, I can tell you that source wasn't coach Tomlin, coach Butler, or Kevin Colbert, because they were all there for my exit interview. Now, before even more oh, came out. Or, or, or TJ Watt. Yeah, or TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then after TJ Watt says that, Madden comes back and says, I stand by my story. Now, you're if Matt would have been there, part. I would have understood it. But he's saying that he heard from somebody else that he considers a good, a, a, a reliable source for him, that he heard from them that this happened. So he's saying he heard from someone else who said this happened, and he heard from T.J. Watt that said it didn't happen, and he's saying, I believe that other person. Now, if I'll be honest with you. If Madden said he witnessed it himself, it would be a whole different story. So that was interesting. Now, then I was talking – with one Jefferson Hartman about this. And I'm like, you know, the Steelers facility was closed down the day after their loss because of the Ebron situation. For all you know, they, I'm like, were they doing these interviews virtually? These exit interviews virtually because the facility was closed and maybe TJ Watt was saying, Hey, I'm heading out of town. I'll do my interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? I'll just send myself to Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be sticking around until everything opens up. Who knows when it's going to open? You know, it could have been a situation like that. 
but apparently it wasn't because it was also reported on, on um, 93.7, the fan Mark Caboli of the athletic came on and said that his sources said this, that TJ Watt indeed did his exit interview and it was in person. Now you've heard the whole story. Does it even really matter? Is what I'm going to ask you. What are your thoughts? Do you think that's a big deal or a big story or not? Um, other than the fact that TJ Watt had his exit interview and he'll probably never ever give an interview to Mark Madden, um, <laughs> that's really all that comes out of it. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, TJ Watt's exit interview 15 sacks. Good job. Yep. You're in the run for defensive player of the year. Yep. Good job. Good job. We'll be talking to you, seeing how we can work the money, get ready for that fifth year deal or, 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 or you know, your, 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 hey, your, 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 hey, if we can work something out, we'll be in contact. Coming back for 10 and a half billion, but yeah. we'll see what we can work on here in the off season. Yeah. Let us get some other stuff figured out and we'll see if we can get an extension this Thank year you. or the next year. Thank you for your service. Yep. See ya. You know, kind of like they said, you know, how long when they talk about how long the discussion lasts when they're talking about Hall of Fame candidates. Yeah, that's kind of like how long does an exit interview last when you're talking about some of these players. So that was kind of interesting to be in the news. But I know Jeff Hartman's talking, you know, uh, talking about it some more tomorrow morning. Um, I you know, I shared so much of it because you hadn't heard it. And I, I love that. But I'm just reporting on that's what it was. Um, it, it's really like Occam's Ox says right here, no story. You know, it's not a story. You know, even if he was upset about everything and said, send my stuff to Wisconsin, no, you know, I'll zoom you from, I'll zoom you from there. It's still nothing. It's still no, nothing. No, do you know what the story is? Really what the story boils down to? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is Mark Madden trying to make headlines for Mark Madden? He's trying yeah, to, you know, get himself hyped up. Yeah. So he reports on this, and then when T.J. Watt says, no, it didn't go that way himself, and he's like, well, I'm sticking by my source, this is all about, you know, Mark Madden wanting some yeah. headlines. Well, and he, what he, it is. he always is all over Juju and everything he does. So if he doesn't have – and we're going to talk about this very soon. If he doesn't have Juju to talk about these kind of things – you know, to you know, if there's not going to be any more juju. He already, you know, took a shot at Claypool with his, you know, with his stuff about the Browns afterwards, which I think was kind of one blown out of proportion, and two still not very good, kind of ill advised. Yeah. But um, you know, they're like, so what's Madden doing? He needs better ratings, so now he's going to go go pick on the the biggest superstar he can find. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he does have a legit source that they got it wrong. Um, and, you know, they, you know, they swear it's right to him, but really they weren't, but I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. No, you know what I care right about? or not. It's not a big deal. You know what I care about right now? Mm-hmm. Our free agents that we still exactly. have to sign. Let's keep the show moving. Let's exactly. roll. Exactly. So what we're going to do here is the Steelers have a 19 unrestricted free agents, two restricted free agents and three exclusive right free agents for next year what we're going to do before our before our first break we're going to hit the we're going to hit the exclusive rights and the restricted ones then we'll take our five second break for you for for you guys here on youtube and then we'll come back do the others and hopefully be and hopefully at the end we'll uh we'll we'll have some time that maybe we can even do some questions so you ready you ready to do this you ready to tackle it 
All right, let's do the exclusive rights free agents. Okay. For those of you that don't know what this is, this is <laughs> it's really nothing. It's basically saying the Steelers own the rights to offer you a league minimum deal and you can't take anything anywhere else unless the Steelers say, no, thank you. Yep. That's what it means. Unless they don't want to give you a league minimum deal. Unless they don't want to even do that exclusive rights free agent. You don't have right. any right to go anywhere or anything until the Steelers, you know, they don't have to release you. They just have to not offer you a contract. So, and the thing is, you don't even have any negotiation with your salary. So it's basically the, the steel. It's all up to the Steelers and not about the players. You ready for those? I even have the number of games they started in 2020 with each player. So let's go the one that started the most games. Okay. And the question would be, was there any reason to not bring these guys back? Are you ready? Seven game starter linebacker, Robert Spillane. Oh, no reason to not bring him back. It's great that he's still just an exclusive rights free agent. Because what that means now is that next year they would be a restricted free agent. Okay. So there's that. Hassenauer, J.C. Hassenauer started four games at center. You don't know what's going on with Marquise Pouncey. There was the report that he is, and this was Jerry Dulock again, that he is that that he is informing teammates that he was planning on retiring, but there's still an option for them to talk him out of it. Um, yeah. If not, Hassenauer is your only center. So for that reason, I'd do it anyway. You just keep him because. He, yeah. he's your, he he's your center. You know he can back up other spots on the line. You basically get him for a league minimum deal. Why would you not? He would be the kind of guy that you want to keep around as your reserve center if there's no Marquise Pouncey. Correct. And if there is Marquise Pouncey, then you probably aren't going to keep him around as your reserve center, except maybe on the practice squad. People are like, well, what are you talking about? Because the Steelers need to address that position, either in free agency or the draft. My, I'm saying most likely it's going to be the draft. That you would hope that Hassenauer wouldn't have to start. It would have to be whoever they would draft. Or if Pouncey's back, then this person is going to be the person that's right there with them, and then we even see how that goes. But there's J.C. Hassenauer. No reason to cut loose from him, right? Nope. Last one, two started two games, filled in when the Steelers were really thin at the position. I would say strong safety, but it turned into linebacker Marcus Allen. Oh, absolutely. He comes back. Yeah, he comes back too. Yep. So these are all, th to me, three guys that are – hold on. Two guys that are depth guys and one guy that you seriously have to ask. Let, let's take a second. With Spillane so cheap and Devin Bush coming back, do you see a linebacker tandem of Spillane and Bush? You could, yes. So that's very interesting because we talked about Vince Williams last week and everything. He's not an enormous – He's not um, an enormous savings. Yes. I think it's $4 million yep, for, somewhere for, around there. For, for Vince. So, but I'm just saying, if you want to have your best guys out there, that's a very good possibility. And that's up for the Steelers to decide. Sure. Um, and I would be okay with the rotation of, you know, you have Devin Bush out there and then you have Vince Williams in your 
big running packages because Spillane is more of the is is more of the 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 pass defense linebacker. I could see them doing that with Bush being the pretty much every down guy. That would be interesting. Avery Williamson, we'll get to him here shortly. Yep. Okay, because he's on the other list. Let's look at the restricted free agents. You have to offer these guys a tender. It's either it's either was it first round, second round, or original round. Um, based on this, we have the one game started by Ola Adenie, restricted free agents. What do you what, what do you think in there? What what tender am I putting on him? Yeah, you know. Or, or I mean, what uh, what was he drafted originally? That's he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. You would just be giving them. There's, hmm, let's see if I can find this of what the tenders are. I might be able to tell you what the tenders were for last year, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm, if, man, I'm leaning towards, I'm almost leaning towards letting him see what he can get. Yeah, because that he that might be a little bit more than what you want to do. Okay. Yeah. So these, these are the projected. Uh, tenders first round is going to be for who you don't get it, it would be an original round, it would be 2.24 million dollars for Ola. Okay, do you think the Steelers do no. 2.24? I don't either, I don't know that they're going to do that one. So, um, it's not that he's not a good player, I just don't know that he's 2.24 million dollars. You know, they'd be better off signing him to another deal. I don't know if he does that, it might just have to be that. You just need to add depth in other places at that position because that's what he is for you now. He's depth and he's special teams. Yep. The other one started technically started two games, but is more um, of, of a position that's not starter. Is one Ray Ray McLeod? What was his original? His I'm I'm trying to remember. I you know what I'm going to have to I'm going to have to see if I can find it. Some people might have it in the in the in the live chat before I could even find it. But I know he was um sixth round. Six I was gonna okay. say fifth, but he was a sixth round pick in 2018 of the Bills. So if someone were to sign him, that's what the Steelers would get in compensation is that team sixth round pick. But the question is do you want to do you want to pay Ray Ray 2.24 million dollars? Mm-hmm. I want to keep him. I don't know if I want to keep him for 2.24. Yeah, same here. I'd almost let him hit the market, see if he could get that. And if not, then you could sign him back. Yeah. Cause because remember, um, I mean, you I'll could you could I'll give him a first him. round tender, but no one's but then you're paying him four point eight million dollars. Because remember last year the Steelers did second round tenders on um Mike Hilton and Matt Filer. Right. Okay. Look at the starts and everything you got from Hilton and Filer. Right. Is that really what you're going to be getting? From yeah, no. no, definitely not worth it. Yeah. So the thing is, is, I mean, they're like, well, you know, some people were asking the live chat. Well, isn't that an important position? Yeah. But is it too? I mean, think about it. The, I was, I wasn't happy that the Steelers paid $1.5 million for their long snapper when they didn't need to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'd rather these guys be on some of these guys because I mean the Steelers gave a chance. To, I could see them giving them a little bit more than the league minimum, but I don't know if they're going to do the 
uh, RFA tender because they can still sign them. They would just be a free agent. Correct. So, just, just they would get the chance to go through free agency. Yes. So exclusive right side. If they sign with somebody else's dealers, get nothing in return. They get nothing in return. But so because they didn't offer the tender. So um, so then so you agree the three the, the three exclusive rights guys definitely make sense to to yep. sign them. The restricted free agents guys, I think it's going to be a little bit more than what the Steelers are going to want to pay for both yep. of them. Uh, yep, I agree. So do it. we will start off with them in the second half to say, hey, because once they're not an RFA, they're a UFA, which is your unrestricted free agents. Right. So we'll add that. We won't start with them. We'll throw them at the bottom of the list. Okay. Yeah. So for, if you're listening on the audio side, go ahead and flip one over to part two. And if you're here in YouTube or Facebook, we'll be back in just a few moments to uh, break down these unrestricted free agents. So we'll be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.